Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. I'm Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in. Got a few things for you today. We're going to go over, well, you know, the Supreme Court Senate hearing is going on. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go into the fact that this this Democrat Party basically they do what they always do. If they don't go their, if things don't go their way, if they don't get what they want, if they can't control everything, they throw a temper tantrum. They throw themselves on the ground. They kick and scream. They yell into the sky. They do whatever it is that they do because they're insane. Okay, these are not serious people. They're a bunch of LARPers that we have in the White House right now, and their lapdog followers just go around repeating whatever they say. They live off of headlines. They don't even read the articles. They don't dig into the meat and potatoes. They just look at the headlines. They're trying to completely disgrace the Supreme Court. They're trying to uh, erase them. It, it, basically, they, they can't impeach them because they know there's no impeachable offenses, and they'd be opening up Pandora's box into all the things that their liberal justices have also done as a matter of course. And uh, so they need to delegitimize the Supreme Court in the public's eye and make them less powerful. But the thing is, they're equal branches of government. We're going to get into that as well. I want to take a look at the gas stove issue in New York. Remember when they said, oh, we're not coming after your gas stoves? Well, they are, of course. And it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't really make any big difference. We're going to just look at that really closely. I got a couple comments on that. I'm going to kick off here with what we have going on at the southern border. Okay, For, Title 42 is getting ready to end. The influx of illegals into this country is already massive. The city of El Paso has been overwhelmed. They have uh, 20, 30,000 people have flooded in there in the last week or so. They are completely overloaded. They've declared a state of emergency. And I have some video from down there that's amazing. And what we have, and this is not just happening organically. These people are being encouraged to come to the United States. They're coming from Venezuela. They're coming from Costa Rica. They're coming from uh, Panama. They're coming from China. They're, they're coming, you know, people come from the Middle East and China. They go down into Venezuela or Panama, and then they hop on a migrant train to get into the United States. And it's happening at a very alarming rate. It's happening at a rate sixfold, uh, 400,000 a little over 400,000 in 2018, and in the last fiscal year, 2.3 million. So they're coming in six times faster than they were under Trump, and there's no end in sight. It's being encouraged. They're riding, they have tour buses coming up from Panama. These, these illegal aliens are getting on tour buses. Who's paying for these? They're nice, huge air-conditioned buses. They look like, you know, you're going to be going on tour or you're, you're taking a, a, a special Luxury trip, they're air-conditioned, comfortable. Who's paying for this? They're not doing it for free. I've got my theories on that. The thing is, it's hard to track down who's paying for it. They won't talk to you when you try to get them to talk. I think that it's, uh, I think there are a lot of NGOs, non-governmental organizations. It's quite possible that in a, indirect way, these tour buses that are loaded with migrants, bringing them up here by the tens of thousands, it's quite possible that they're paid for with U.S. tax dollars in a roundabout way. U.S. tax dollars go to the NGOs to support them. They go in turn and hire these tour companies to bring all these illegal aliens up, up, from, uh, up from the south. So check this out. 
Here's what I'm talking about. Here, here's buses here. Now, this is in Del Rio. Okay, these are buses up here that are getting ready to move migrants into the interior of the United States because they know that there's a massive flood coming. This is condoned and supported by the Biden regime and the extreme commie Democrats. The Del Rio buses are back. After being gone for months, charter buses are back in Del Rio. This only means one thing. Migrants will be transported into the interior of the U.S. in large numbers. They're getting ready as they process these people. Oh, and by the way, but hey, don't worry. Biden sent 1,500 uh, troops down there to the border. Do you think they're actually there to protect the border and stop people from coming across? No, they're administrative people that are there to help process people in a more orderly fashion and in a faster way to move them into the country as quickly as possible. They have no intention of securing the border. That has never been their intention. Their intention is to continue this mass replacement of Americans. And it is, it's not a, the replacement theory is not a replacement theory. It, it is true. It's another one of those conspiracy theories that has come true. I'm running out of conspiracy theories to talk about. But when you have people that are being allowed to come into this country, and I've said it before, about 4% of the U.S. population so far has come into this country since Biden took office. If that's not replacing people in the United States, I don't know what is. Look at these buses. All just waiting there in Del Rio for the migrants to start showing up. Coming to a city near you. This is not just a border issue. The mayor of New York, he's whining, of course, because people keep getting sent there. Wrong slide. All right, this one here. These buses are full of migrants. They just left toward America from Darien. This is in Panama. So... This is coming from Panama. We were told that Darien is closed, and that's not false. That is false. This is a, a current video. Check this out. This is, these, this is loaded full of illegal aliens, primarily from South America, but also from China and from the Middle East. Check it out. These are the buses heading north to the United States. Six have already left. That's seven that just left. This is eight. They've been going all day, and but they go all day and night. That's eight. They're heading north to the United States. That's Highway 1 that they're on. This is bus number nine. We're in Darien Gap right now. Actually, we're in Darien. They just left the Darien Gap. So that's bus number nine. Slow getting out. There's number 10. And 11 is behind it. North to America. Unvetted people. Huge numbers of Chinese. Many people from all over the world. Including sponsors of terrorism. China's been crystal clear that they plan to replace the world with Chinese people. Okay. They just keep on going. Day and night. Day and night. The border is not closed. It's a lie that the border is closed. This is going on 24-7. 
You've got these people getting on buses paid for by who knows who, possibly the American tax dollar through NGOs, definitely funded by George Soros in some way or another. Someone's paying for it. Anyway, they travel up through Mexico and they drop them off at the border up here. And then we put them on more buses and we move them about the country. Check this one out. I got one more for you. This is a mass convoy of migrant buses out of uh, Costa Rica. They're heading to the United States border. Title 42 expires May 11th. That's coming up here next week. (sighs) One million migrants are preparing to cross the border as Title 42 expires. One million. Okay? 2.3 million came in last year alone. I bet we exceed 3 million this year. The Biden regime and these extreme commie Democrats are out to destroy this country. All right, here's migrant buses on the 3rd of May. 2023, they're coming up from Darien. Look at all these. In fact, this is the Darien center front checkpoint right in front of us. You concerned yet? I know I am. This cannot help. Immigration into a country at this rate can't be healthy for any country. I've said it before. If you don't have a secure border, you do not have a sovereign nation. And yet they continue to bring them in. The Biden regime and the extreme commie Democrats do nothing. They do nothing. El Paso. Good Lord, they're trying to give humanitarian aid here. Here's an aid truck with food. This is what it looks like in an American city. Yes, this is happening. This is not a third world country. This is not some third world uh, shithole. All right. This is right here in the United States. Welcome to America. How's that? Like I said, come and do it. It's only a matter of time before this becomes a town near you. Okay? They, they can't, they can only withhold someone. That's why they keep busing them throughout the country. They keep moving them into other cities. This is why New York is freaking out because they know, they know darn well how this ends. They know how it ends because they designed it and he doesn't want it in his city. Guess what? Biden don't care. Their goal is to move these people around the country, disperse them as broadly as possible in populations as large as possible to develop a future voting bloc for the Democrat Party. That's always been the deal. That's always been the deal. Destroy this country, make it weak, make everybody dependent on the government teat for their very survival. Then they have total control. Check this out. CNN. It's difficult to describe, Jim, with words, so I want to walk so you can walk with me and just see the magnitude of the number of individuals who are around this church here just 
just streets from downtown El Paso. A lot of these individuals you'll see are males, adult males. A lot of the women with children are actually in shelters and a network of shelters throughout El Paso. As you mentioned, the city of El Paso under a state of emergency. They declared a disaster uh, because of the influx, because they know that once Title 42 lifts, that there is going to be a greater influx of migrants. But here's the thing. So process illegals. Title 42 allows immigration agents to swiftly return migrants back to Mexico. So the obvious question as you look around is then why are there so many migrants if the federal government is actually implementing this Title 42? Then why are there so many migrants out here? Well, here's what we know. From talking to migrants and community leaders and officials on both sides of the border, I can tell you that thousands of migrants, nearly 40,000, are in at least four northern Mexican cities, and frustration is boiling over. A lot of them are deciding to cross the border. That's why you see so many out here. Some of them are turning themselves in to border authorities, Jim. Others are deciding to cross the border illegally. They're frustrated? They're frustrated. They're coming into our country with their entitled mindset because Biden led them to believe, come to America, we will give you everything. You can come in, you can go wherever you want. We will give you benefits, a safety net. Come, come. And so these people are coming. And the way you stop it is tell them, don't come, you won't be allowed in. That's what Trump did, and it worked. The Biden regime and the extreme commie Democrats are bringing them in. They're bringing them in on purpose and they're bringing them in for the destruction of this country. So the great replacement theory is in fact happening. It's happening right before our eyes. They like to keep you distracted with a lot of stuff. I keep focusing back on the border because it's important. This sort of stuff, this is going on every single day. While all the other news breaks, while the Hunter Biden thing is is heating up, while we have the whistleblower uh, that that's that, that's supposedly tying Biden, President Biden, to uh, making money through foreign foreign uh, nationals and deals with them. That's all happening, but we can't forget what's happening right here on our border. Okay, this is a huge, huge deal, and we can't forget it. That's why I keep bringing it up. All right, moving along, we're going to move over to New York. New York has decided, in their great wisdom. Uh, the state, that they are going to ban the sale of gas stoves. Now, gas stoves, as far as, sure, they emit some stuff, but it's so minuscule. I mean, it's nothing. They want to make a difference, man. Convert all your taxi cabs to something else, you know, like horse-drawn carriages. Make sure you've got, and then then you can use all those illegal immigrants to go behind them and pick up all the horse poop. How about that? Ban on gas stoves, real quick. Natural gas stoves and furnaces are banned in most new construction in New York State beginning in 2026. There are exceptions, however, for commercial buildings and other places like hospitals, but that has not quieted the Republican opposition. Senate Republican leader Rob Ort, for example, calls the policy unconstitutional and worries that it will increase utility bills and housing costs. Republican Party Chair think? Ed Cox calls the ban a complete capitulation to the radical left. <laughs> Do you think it's going to increase energy costs? Oh, gee, I don't know, man. If we convert everything over to electricity and make our entire country dependent on electricity, what do you think is going to happen to costs? 
Remember, it wasn't that long ago and they wanted everybody to get off of electricity and onto natural gas. Once everybody got onto natural gas, then those prices got jacked up. <laughs> Same shit, different decade, different scapegoat. Here's what Kathy Hochul, Hochul had to say about the, the gas thing, and I got comments on this one. Check it out. But we, just like we had to go from deck, you know, long time ago, can transition from coal as your energy source. We do yeah. have to transition. There are clean energy alternatives. It's going to take time. And I want to make sure that New Yorkers don't get hit hard for the cost. So we're going to roll this out. But new buildings that are going up, they can find, they can go electric, they can do heat pumps. This is how you transition. Okay, she talks about transitioning from coal. Hey, here's a huge difference. Newsflash, that was a natural transition. Okay, you didn't make, they didn't make coal illegal to force people to move on to other sources of energy. It was a naturally occurring thing based on technology of the day and capitalism moving toward other forms of energy. By the way, we still use coal for most of our electricity to generate it. So you sit there and say, you, you try to compare you making gas stoves illegal to put into new structures beginning in 2026, it's banned. You're trying to compare that to transitioning from coal? And the useful idiots that follow these people, that support these people, will buy right into it. When something is mandated, when something is forced, it is anti-free market, it is anti-freedom, it is anti-constitution, and it is anti-American. You want to talk about the real danger to this republic? I'm not going to say democracy like these idiots do, because it's not a democracy. They keep saying, oh, it's a danger to the democracy. Shut up. I'm done with it. It's a representative republic, and you are stealing that from us every chance you can through your tyrannical, dictatorial mandates and rules and regulations. You're burying this country and you're doing it on purpose. They hate you. Remember that. If you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, if you voted for Trump, they hate you, period. It doesn't matter if you're a good person. It doesn't matter if you create a lot of jobs. It doesn't matter if you're a law-abiding citizen. It doesn't matter if you believe in this country and you're a patriot and you like to fly the American flag. Doesn't matter. You're the enemy. And they would just as soon have you dead as have to meet you halfway and operate as a representative republic. Mm. Moving on, let's get to the weird portion of the show. You know, I, I want to show you here. I mean, the, these trans activists, you know, they always have a, uh, well, any, any liberal activist, but their current cause right now is, is trans activism. And this is, this is something, um, this, this dude who wants to be a lady, um, went before a board of supervisors where they had, they'd made, uh, you know, showering men showering with girls or using girls bathrooms. They had made that illegal. This person didn't like that. They expressed it in a very calm, rational, sane manner. And uh, if your ears are sensitive, you may want to turn the volume down. I tried to adjust it a little bit on the EQ. Here we go. God, check this out. I mean, perfectly rational, same behavior, right? Imagine that. 
Okay. That, that was just weird. Uh, obviously not a, I mean, this has nothing to do with mental stability or mental issues at all, right? Mm -hmm. uh, trans people are, definitely don't have any of those issues. Ay, ay, ay. Man, you know, another thing that comes to mind uh, is this reminds me of demonic possession. When you look at portrayals of that and when you read history of it and you look at movies that have been made about it, whether they're, they're, they're based fiction or nonfiction, they always have, I mean, this insane control of the human. This person is not in control of their body. They're not in control of their mind. Who is? I believe demons are real. I think it's evil. I think what's going on in this country is an attack by, by evil forces bent on the destruction of Western civilization. That's what I believe. And when you look at people like that, how can you not come to the conclusion that there are, in fact, evil forces at work? That is not normal behavior. When, when someone is that far out of control of their emotional state and their mental capacity, that is not normal. They're trying to make it normal. They're trying to make it normal because by making that normal, it delegitimizes you and me and anything that we might say because if they don't like it, they can just scream. And he who screams or she or it that screams the loudest wins. That's how they measure. That's how they measure it in their book. This next video is, uh, is, is, is Billboard Chris. I love the guy. He goes on, he goes on campuses and other little, uh, you know, protests or hotbeds of, of, of things. He doesn't go there to instigate, but he just wears a sandwich board on his body and he films the reaction of the people. He has suffered assault in some cases by trans activists. He has been spit on. He's been hit. He's been punched. He's been pushed. He's been verbally assaulted almost every single time he goes out anywhere. I'd like to really have him on the show sometime. Uh, so, Chris, I'm going to drop you this segment, and maybe maybe we can get you on the show and talk for a little bit about about what you do and, and why you do it and where you know how do you decide where you go and these sorts of things. But at any rate, that's another topic. They this is what the left does: the extreme commie Democrats, because things can only be their way in their mind. There's only one right. There is no middle ground. There is no compromise. Period. There is no negotiating. It's their way or no way. And if you don't agree with their insanity or their crazy ideas or whatever it is, they're, oh, my phone. I should really learn to turn that ringer off, but I do like that ringer. It's, and I agree with it. F Joe Biden. But their, their, their intention is, is then just to, just to shout you out if you don't agree with them because they can only do one way. Check this out. I did edit it so it's it's family friendly um, because sometimes places I post my videos, they don't like it if there's too many F-bombs dropped in there. But I think you'll get the, I think you'll get the idea. All he's doing is standing there with a sandwich board that says, children cannot consent to puberty blockers. That's it. He's not, he doesn't have a megaphone. He's not, he's not talking. He's not being boisterous. He's simply is standing there with this sandwich board on and this man verbally assaults him. Check this out. He's a you. you want to have a no, I don't want to talk to you. I want you to okay. Nobody's impressed. You guys fuck so bad. Okay. You are the dumbest mother thing in my life. Should we be able to have some 
My man. See, you should talk to this guy. You should have a conversation with me. No, you should shut the you should move to a cave and die. Because you're an idiot. This is a place of learning and you're a stupid mother. You should listen here and not talk. What's stupid about my position? Everything. Like what? If you're an ignorant, hateful little sh. Tell me one thing. Tell me one thing that's stupid. I'll tell you 10,000 things. You suck. Yeah, that's two right there. What about the position of children? Your position is you're a. My position is I give a shit about everything. So his, his argument is that, that that radical dude who's yelling and screaming in this guy's face is, you suck, F you, and you're an idiot. That's his argument. That's his, that's his full argument. He can't, he, he can't articulate. This is an educated person. He's going to college. He can't articulate his position or what it is that he disagrees with this guy on. He's asked, what is it you disagree with? Everything. F you. You suck. When asked what his position or his argument is, his answer was, you're an idiot. You suck. F you. And shut the F up. That's his argument. That's the extent of their argument because they don't have one. They don't have one. The extreme commie Democrats get them all riled up emotionally so they're functioning on emotion and not rational, logical thought. They won't even listen to another idea and they can't even articulate theirs. So they, since they cannot articulate their position, their answer is to scream and yell and tell people to F off and tell them they're idiots. That's, that's crazy, right? I mean, if that's the future of our country, unfortunately, I have some young people on the show. Um, next week, by the way, I have, I have Sean Farash coming on, uh, and he's in his he's in his early thirties. Uh, most people think we don't know his exact age because it's not disclosed. But uh, he's a great Trump impersonator. He has ungoverned uh, podcast, and I love like hearing from the from the younger people um, th that come on and get their perspective. There is hope. They're not all whack jobs like this. Okay, there are. <laughs> There are some young people out there and I try to get them on the show so that we can uh, make sure we give everybody hope in the future generations of this country. So we're going to move on to the, the Supreme Court uh, hearings that are going on right now. The Ethics Committee is, is grilling people again because that's what they do. Um, and I, I want to do a quick plug here though because I'm going to ask shameless self-promotion, please subscribe to my channel on Rumble, rumble.com slash the Nun Report. If you support America First Patriots and conservatism and spreading that around as much as we possibly can through every means possible, it means a lot. If you subscribe to the channel, it helps the algorithms get it out more and show it to more people. So please, rumble.com slash the Nun Report, or I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report, of course, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS, as most of you know. So... The Senate is out there, again, after the Supreme Court, and in particular, they're after Clarence Thomas and Chief Justice Roberts uh, to a smaller extent. Their purpose and their main goal here is to de delegitimize the Supreme Court in the eye of the American people so that their rulings don't mean as much and hopefully to get to, to rile up the masses, again, as I've talked about, to stir up emotion because these people can't operate on facts 
or logic to have to work people up into a frenzy on emotion. And they're very good at it. They've been doing it for a long time. And they know that there are puppets out there, the useful idiots in the population of the United States that don't want to, you know, read the meat and potatoes of things or research the meat and potatoes of things. We'll just follow right along with their tongues hanging out and their heads nodding. Okay, okay, we have to go do this now. We have to go do that now. And that's what they do. I'm going to run you through a few things. I'm going to start out, and, and I figure I may as well go kind of in chronological order here because I think it's important to set a background of this. I mean, there may be some people listening to this show who weren't even around when uh, Justice Thomas was confirmed back in 1991. And guess who was running the committee at that time for his, uh, for his approval? Our current, your current uh, president, and Commander-in-Chief Joe Biden back when he was a senator. They tried to smear Justice Thomas back then with the Anita BS that he had uh, sexually abused. The same argument they used with Kavanaugh, actually, now that I think about it, um, was that he was sexually inappropriate with a young intern, and it's simply not true. So let's, I'm not going to play this full clip. I'm going to go through enough of it so that we can kind of lay a foundation of Clarence Thomas. Check it out. Committee will please come to order. Judge, it's a tough day, a tough night for you, I know. Let me uh What a disingenuous you piece like of... Say before we begin, I understand that uh, your preference is, uh, which is totally and completely understandable, that we go one hour tonight, 30 minutes... On each side, is am I correct in that? That's right. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally, uncategorically, that I deny each and every single allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I in any way ever harassed her. A second, and I think more important point, I think that this today is a travesty. I think that it is disgusting. I think that this hearing should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt, was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked to the media, and this committee and this body validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation, how would any member on this committee, any person in this room, or any person in this country would like sleaze said about him or her in this fashion, or this dirt dredged up in this gossip and these lies displayed in this manner? How would any person like it? The Supreme Court is not worth it. No job is worth it. 
I'm not here for that. I'm here for my name, my family, my life, and my integrity. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country when any person, any person in this free country would be subjected to this. This is not a closed room. There was an FBI investigation. This is not an opportunity to talk about difficult matters privately or in a closed environment. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint, as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching. He wasn't wrong. And they're after him again. They've been after him the whole time. See, they, they don't like, dislike him because he's conservative. They dislike him because he's a black conservative. The real racism comes from the left. Anybody with the ability to think critically and really digest the information that's out there, what's actually said and what's actually done, not, what's, not what you're told, what people actually say and their actions will tell you who the real racists in this country are. Justice Thomas gets that. But it wasn't enough to do it back in 1991. Flash forward to 2020, or, or excuse me, 21. Chuck Schumer thought that as Senate Majority Leader, it was up to him to instigate the mobs. This was when Roe v. Wade was getting ready to not be reversed, but to be corrected to what it was intentionally, what it was originally meant to be. And he incites the masses to go after the Supreme Court justices. So it's just, I'm just laying a little bit of background here. Remember this one? Oh, I guess I, I guess I completely closed it. Let's try that again. Remember this one? I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Why is he not under investigation? He just incited violence against Supreme Court justices, an equal branch of government. This isn't just some, they're not just inciting violence against anybody. They are inciting violence against, they are not superior or above the Supreme Court any more than they are the President of the United States. There are three equal branches of government. Well, people listened, and they went out. Law enforcement sources are confirming to Fox that an armed man was arrested near the Maryland home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. An illegal protest is not a peaceful protest. It's unlawful. It's necessarily intimidatory. The Biden White House knows better, but they like the intimidation. When you have Pelosi sitting on security measures for the Supreme Court, this is an intimidation campaign against the Supreme Court of the United States. We've never seen anything like it in American history. You have Pelosi encouraging it. You have a Schumer encouraging it. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. And 
we almost saw a Supreme Court justice and his family assassinated. But that's all okay, as long as you're coming from the left. And I'm going to breeze through a few more things really quick here because I'm running out of time and I do want to get to all of this because it's important, I think, to expose a lot of this. I don't know, maybe not everybody sees this, but the point is they've been trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court because they hate, hate there are constitutional judges on the bench. They hate that there's people who will not be activists but will actually interpret the Constitution as it was meant to be interpreted and enforce and make judgments based on that. And that only. They hate they don't have control. It, I, I cannot tell you how much they despise anything that they don't agree with. And it's not good enough to debate against it. They must destroy it. They must destroy it. That's why that guy who was calling uh, Billboard Chris an idiot telling him that he sucks and to F off because they have no rational argument. Senators are a little bit, usually, they have a little better decorum and they're, they're not quite going that far unless you're Chuck Schumer. He almost went that far. Check this out. Recognize that peaceful protest has an honored role in our society. And, you know, you want to protest on the steps of the Supreme Court, that's one thing. But if you're targeting the justices in their home and their children, I mean, that goes well beyond the line of anything. And let me ask you this then. What about Senator Schumer's threat when you heard it? Of course, we've talked about that some today. Do you see that as an ethical breach of conduct of one branch of government to another? Well, I think if you have a United States senator you know, on the steps of the Supreme Court saying what I think most reasonable people interpreted as a threat to individual justices by name if they don't vote a particular way and vote the way that the senator prefers that they will you know, inherit the whirlwind or reap the whirlwind or whatever he said, um, that's obviously not appropriate. I mean, you, you can't have a system that functions when you have members of the Senate standing on the, threat, the steps of the Supreme Court threatening the justices in particular cases. That's right. Three co-equal branches. And that's part of the point I think that is so important to make, Mr. Chairman. That yeah, three co-equal branches. And now they're after, now they're after Clarence Thomas and Roberts. Look at this. Business Insider. Another ethics scandal. Wife of Chief Justice Roberts raked in millions recruiting attorneys. Law firms with cases before the nine justices. Next up, what do we have? Oh, we have USA Today. Lowest ethical standards lawmakers spar over Supreme Court Clarence Thomas revelations. Next up, CNBC. Senate Judiciary Democrats underwhelmed by Supreme Court Chief Roberts' ethics response because they all said, you got no say over us, go pound sand. And I'm glad they did that. Unanimous. ABC News, key takeaways from Senate hearing on Supreme Court ethics. How long can the court go on? Ask Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Dick Durbin. And he is a dick, by the way. He's, his name fits him perfectly. But the point is, is they're trying to delegitimize all of these justices any way they can. It's a smear campaign. The lapdog legacy media goes ahead and follows them right along and whips up the masses into emotional responses. Senator Hawley had this to say. The threat is we will deny you security unless you do what we want. Let me say that again. We will deny you security unless you do what we want. We had an assassin come to the home of Justice Kavanaugh and try to murder him. 
We have had credible threats on the lives of other justices. And now members of this body say, we will deny you security for you, your families, your children, unless you do what we want. Extraordinary. Do you think? Extraordinary? Yeah, it is an interesting word. So you see, it's not that they, and you see the pattern of this. Schumer wasn't trying to intimidate. You have, these aren't just activists. These are senators. Okay? These are people who are supposed to be representative of the United States and support our form of government. And instead they attack both. You had Schumer threatening, vote how we want or you will see the whirlwinds. And now you have a Senate body saying, do what we want or we will take away your security. It's diabolical. It's really, it's just, it's just hard really to grasp what they're trying to do and to, to articulate it for me. I mean, I, I get it. it. It angers me. It infuriates me. And I just hate to see this happen to this country. I hate to see what they're doing to it. It saddens me. It, it makes me just, you know, I, I don't know how to get more out to more people. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I know there's a lot of talking heads out there, but it, you know, if I could relate to one or two people, man, then, then I will have done what I, what I set out to do. I'm not doing this for me. I'm certainly not making any money doing this. I'm doing it because it's an outlet. I mean, they're, they're intimidating these people to try to get them to do what they want just because they don't get their way. Ted Cruz had this to say. What I'm suggesting is this committee is corrupt because this is a kangaroo circuit circus, and I will note we had 15 Senate Democrats, including six members of this committee, send a letter to the Appropriations Committee threatening to cut off the funding for security at the Supreme Court. The left is willing to threaten the lives of the justices. Justice Samuel Alito this weekend in the Wall Street Journal said that the attacks directed at the justices are making them targets of assassination. This is disgraceful. It is disgraceful. I mean, think about that. You have 15 Senate Democrats threatening to pull funding. Fortunately, they don't control the funding of the Supreme Court justices. So unless you do what we want you to do and allow yourselves to fall under our oversight so we are above you, so we control you, then we will take away your security and you will be at risk of being assassinated. That's what's going on. That's what's happening. Liberal SCOTUS justice took from book publishers. Oh, but wait now. Is it just, is it just really Clarence Thomas and, and Roberts? Liberal SCOTUS justice took $3 million from book publisher and didn't recuse herself from its cases. Liberal Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor declined to recuse herself from multiple copyright infringement cases involving book publishing publisher Penguin Random House, despite having been paid millions of dollars from the same firm for her books, making it by far her largest source of income. 
In 2010, she got 1.2 million book advance from Knopf Doubleday Group, a part of the conglomerate. In 2012, she reported receiving two advance payments from the publisher, totaling $1.9 million. Hmm. But I don't want to look at that. But it's the same old double standard that they always that they always go by. Another another cut from uh, Ted Cruz. Check it out. This is not about judicial ethics. This is not about rules that should apply to judges across the board. We could have a reasonable discussion about that. This is about applying a double standard to Clarence Thomas and only Clarence Thomas. Ah. The attack that my Democrat colleagues breathlessly repeat is that Clarence Thomas stayed at the vacation home of a very close friend of his, a successful Texas businessman, flew on his plane and went on his yacht. Well, if that's the standard, going and traveling and being paid for by others, then guess what? Just about every Supreme Court justice has done so, and done so in much greater numbers. Justice Thomas was appointed in 1991, and the time since then, he's taken 109 reported trips, five international trips. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed in 1993, two years later. In the time she was on the court, she took 157 trips, including 28 international trips. Mr. Payne, yes or no, do you think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was corrupt? No. Nor do I. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not alone. Justice Stephen Breyer, appointed the year later in 1994, took 233 reported trips, including 63 international trips. Again, yes or no, Mr. Payne, do you think Stephen Breyer was corrupt? No. Nor do I. I would point out Justice Kagan has done the same thing, Justice Sotomayor has done the same thing, and yet none of my Democrat colleagues care because this is a political attack directed at a justice they hate. And they've always hated Thomas, right? Here's the none better take of the day. We have a wide open border that is that they're that they're they're allowing to re, to, to remain. The great replacement theory is real. That it is happening before our eyes. Nearly four percent of the entire population of the United States has been replaced by illegals since Joe Biden came into office. so far in two years. Think about that. What's it going to be like if he gets another six years? That number might be 15% or higher. You've got caravans coming up from Panama and Costa Rica full of people from Venezuela, from China, from the Middle East, from all over the world that have gone there because they know they can get into the United States. They have an open invitation. They're getting on chartered buses with air conditioning and coming up here by the tens of thousands. Who's paying for these buses? Well, I think that the American taxpayer very likely could be paying for some of it through non-governmental organizations, NGOs. It's definitely being funded by somebody in the United States. These buses aren't carrying these people around for free. But I showed you videos of a lot of what's going on. El Paso has been consumed by illegals that have flooded across the border because they're frustrated of waiting for Title 42 to end. And so they're coming across the border. Over 20,000 people just in the last week and a half have flooded into El Paso. They've declared a state of emergency. People are living in the streets. They're all over the place. It looks like a third world crapple. Okay? 
And there's no end in sight. The Biden administration sent 1,500 troops down there not to secure the border, to stop people from coming in, but to process them faster. These are administrative military people who are going to help the process of the paperwork, getting people through the system faster, getting them onto buses faster. They've got buses in Del Rio getting ready to accept all these illegals and transport them about the country. But that's okay. Don't worry. We're banning gas stoves in New York. We don't have to worry about that. Thank God we're going to save the environment because New York, starting in three years, will not allow new construction to have gas stoves. It's all going to be electric. Um, you know where New York's electricity comes from? Anybody? Coal-fired power plants. You can't make this stuff up, man. These people, they've got no argument. You have activists on campus yelling and assaulting people simply for having an opposing opinion. They go in front of people. They're insane. They're demonic. They could very likely be possessed. You, they go in front of uh, boards and, and uh, committees and just scream and yell and rant without ever making an, an articulate argument. Their argument is to people on campuses, if you don't agree with me, you know what? You suck, F you, and you're an idiot. That's their argument. Because they can't articulate one because there isn't one. There is no logical, rational argument. And they can't, they can't articulate it. They can't get it out. And so their, their alternative is to scream and yell, throw a tantrum like a little two-year-old child that throws themselves on the ground, kicking and screaming. You have a Democrat party that is trying to delegitimize an equal branch of government, three equal branches. And the judiciary is one of those. The congressional and executive, neither one of them are greater than the other. They are equal. That's according to our constitution. But we all know that the Democrats, that the extreme commie Democrats in the Biden regime don't respect or care about the constitution. If they could, they would shred it up and start all over. And we know what their constitution would look like. It wouldn't have a lot of rights in it, that's for sure. It would have a ton of restrictions and regulations. I'm sick and tired of hearing that MAGA Republicans and conservatives are a threat to our democracy. Tired of it. It's not a democracy. It's a representative republic. And you are trying to destroy that representation because you know if the people of this country are represented that you do not have control. And there's nothing that an extreme commie Democrat loves, craves, desires, needs more than control. Thanks for watching. This has been The Nun Report. If you're just listening on the radio, uh, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash The Nun Report. Please subscribe for free. It helps a lot. It gets... It gets the information out there more. It gets stuff out there more. Please get on there and do that. I'm all, all the socials at The Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can catch it all right there. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.